Hey, 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 yes, you are in the right place. This is a Yup podcast, but just a quick shout out to Norway. Hey, you are putting the Yup podcast on the map. Yes, Yup, I got you. It's trending in Norway. Hey, Norway, thank you. You other countries listening out there, hey, put me on the map. Hey, and then a quick shout out for my brother, Mike Baldwin, who has a new endeavor. That is icecreamgraphics.com, where you find totally original cool graphics. They are dead on for what you want. So go visit Mike Baldwin at icecreamgraphics.com. So I, and then the word scream, then graphics, then .com. You know how to find it. Yes, I screwed it up before, but this is a new and better day. I have the weirdest feeling. It was in the office and I used the office bathroom and there was a little thing of lotion there. I put this lotion on. And now every man that walks by, I just want to fuck him. What is wrong with me? Oh boy. Yep. (laughs) Gosh, we're going to places where maybe we shouldn't go. Hey, this is Tom Baldwin and the Yup Podcast. Yup is, yeah, I made a lot of mistakes. Yup. Yup, I've learned from them. And yep, you should probably listen to me. Hey, so good to be here with you today. If you want to find out more about the podcast, too fucking bad. Because uh, I listen to my old podcast. Gosh, do I ramble. And I think I still ramble. So we just want to get into today's podcast. So funny. The intro came from, yes, I love TikTok. And they tried to ban it in Montana. And uh, I wrote, well, I actually called my legislature and said, don't you dare ban it. Because they're like, it's a spy thing. Well, if you don't think Mark Zuckerberg and the idiot that runs Google are not spying on you and using that information for whatever the hell they want, then you are an idiot. And uh, yeah, maybe you should go for the whole natural selection thing. Those of you that listen to that podcast, you're like, dude, you got to be careful what you say. I probably should because Mark and the other, I don't know that guy's name. I should know. I mean... I think it's Larry something, but I might be thinking of Larry Fink, the evil dude from Black Rock. And if those of you that don't know who he is, if you do not want to go down the rabbit hole, just forget what I said. Take the blue pill and you'll wake up fine in the morning. (laughs) Follow the white rabbit. No, don't follow the white rabbit because it goes down the rabbit hole that you can't get out of. Yes. Anyway. Oh, it's so good to be back with you guys, and uh, I have missed you. Anyway, this TikTok, and TikTok, I see things on there I never see in any other media unless you are going to, like, the really dark conspiracy th- sites. You're never going to see the things you see on t- TikTok, and they may censor, and they may spy, but gosh, I... I think I trust the CCP more than I trust Mark Zuckerberg and the other guy, the Google guy and all those guys. And maybe that's a false belief, but I see the protests going on in France. I, I see a lot of things that I would not otherwise see, but this one was hilarious because it was a real life interview with this lady that somehow in the office building had like from a coworker or something had got some testosterone cream on her and totally what, what she did is she's like, Looking around, she's like, why the hell do I want to have sex with all my male coworkers? What is going on? And somehow down the line, she finally figured out that she had come in to some interaction with some testosterone cream. And so 
for us men out there, this is kind of good news, right? And uh, this is going to be a follow-up podcast to what I did with The Sacred. And uh, it's going to be its own podcast, standalone. Um, so if you miss that one, that's fine. You should go back and listen to it. It's a really good podcast. Maybe one of the better topics I've covered, whether I did a good job on it or not, that's up to you. Um, but, <laughs> right? We deal with it our whole lives. And women just think we're cavemen because we want to fuck everything, right? And the fact that we don't fuck everything, like, you know, the keyhole and the doorknob hole and, you know, whatever size you are, wherever it fits and that you're not, there, there's some vindication there. A woman gets just a little, probably a microdose and she's experiencing what we experience on a daily level, daily basis. And so those men, those of you men that aren't fucking everything in sight, and maybe there are some of you that do, and well... I would refer you to my podcast on the um, need for sacredness, importance of sacredness, because you might be missing something. <laughs> but right, guys, we control it and uh, we find deeper meaning. And when I talk about sacredness, I I really had a laugh when uh, I saw that video because I was just like, yes, I choose to make what animals do, which is basically, you know, if you're having a casual sex buddy or a fuck buddy or just something like that. You're having a Tinder, you know, swipe left or swipe. I don't know. I've never actually done that. I've only heard people talk about that because yes, I'm old, I'm married and I'm very happy. So I've never had a need for Tinder. I've just talked to people that do and have had that hookup experience. And it is just a hookup experience. It really is. It's like you have an animal like craving, right? Hormone from testosterone or estrogen, whichever the case may be. But obviously testosterone affects women like it does men. And it makes you kind of wonder, I mean, this thought, and it probably crossed all the men's thoughts out there that just heard me talk about that. It's like, oh, if I got testosterone, would that make my wife even more horny? <laughs> I'm, I'm not a doctor, so I will not comment on that. I would say from a biohacker's point of view, yeah, there is some validity to that, but you didn't hear it from me. Somebody else said that. I'm just relaying information, and so it would be your job to fact check and uh, follow the science. <laughs> anyway, what is just intriguing to me, because when you really, and I like to just break things down to the bare bones, let's say, or just the basics, you know, taking all the woo-woo or the spirituality or the cultural things away from it and just look at stuff. And so you look at a woman, okay, I'm talking from a man's perspective and you look at her breasts and her vagina, which, you know, is a couple flaps of, you know, skin, you know, made into this thing that kind of, you know, is like a little V or, you know, or taco or something like that. And there is nothing attractive about that. But when you add testosterone into that mix, okay, because without that, Really, guys, think about it. And you probably can't because you got testosterone. It's washing over your brain. Unless you're a really old guy and you've let your testosterone get to zero, you're not going to, hey, hang on a minute. I'm just going to check my phone. Because my son is on about, I'm just going to see what he said, where he is. He is, hmm, okay, well, that's all right, I guess. You're just like, well, none of your business because this is my fam. It's fine. Anyway, without all that stuff, it's just, I mean, really, it's like a couple nipples, you know, cows have nipples. Some other animals, you know, may even have nicer nipples, depending on, you know, if you're a nipple con connoisseur. But really, they're there, they're there to feed the baby. So when you pro procreate by sticking your stick into the taco or the V-shaped thing and releasing your magic juice, that you create a baby that needs nourishment. And so those are there. 
And so, but when you add testosterone, you turn into a multi-million dollar pornography business. And one of the most powerful marketing tools on the planet is sex and the illusion of sex and the glamour, glamorification of the female body. And so without testosterone, that's nothing. I mean, really. And many of you guys have a hard time envisioning that because you have a lot of testosterone, but it is really incredible to me that a hormone can change our whole perspective and testosterone can really, and the pornography industry is really a gateway into an addiction. And really many people get addicted to that and they get addicted to, you know, jerking themselves off to that image. But without testosterone, none of that would be absolutely possible. And so we introduce and we follow up with sacredness. What makes us different is what we choose to do with that hormone that turns something that would otherwise be very unappealing into something that's incredibly appealing. And it draws us into interest. And if we just stop at sex, we're basically animals. But when we allow that to begin to pursue, when I talked about in the episode about sacredness, that when we, sacredness is something that is important, valuable, special, meaningful, lovely, set aside, set apart. And so when we take the sexual relationship, that love-making relationship that the hormone of testosterone and estrogen play together and men and women both have a mix of that. And we have a mix that makes us men and we have a mix that makes us women. Women need estrogen, but they also need some testosterone to keep that sex drive going. It makes us who we are in that we're attracted to each other. And I don't know much about the animal kingdom. And I know that they come into periods where they have intercourse, but they don't have intercourse like humans. And so we are, and uniquely, and I'm going to say created because I kind of debunked the whole natural selection argument in my episode talking about Bud Light and Dylan Mulvaney and the whole natural selection kind of debunked that, I think, pretty soundly. And so we're uniquely created and we're created to be able to have sex, not just for mating, that multiple times a month, I mean, really, and we could have sex almost every day a month, except for, you know, when a woman's on her cycle, obviously, and you could probably still do it then if you wanted to, but probably not advisable, but you know, there's some of you out there that are weirdos. Maybe hopefully you're not listening because that would be weird. And am I judging you? Absolutely. I'm judging you. Um, and if you're that scared of a baby, I mean, just, I, I don't know, I guess, you know, hand solos always around for you. Oh boy. But we can take what turns something that isn't attractive by the gift of the hormones that are given to us. And I believe firmly that they're a starting point and they're a starting point because we are much more than animals. We have souls and we have spirits. And so we have this dimension way beyond that sacredness and the power of sacredness begins to integrate the soul, the spirit, and the body. So those hormones that are in the body begin to integrate with your mind, your will, and emotions that begin to integrate with that thing that exists outside of you, that spirit, that thing that will continue after your body ceases to exist that's in another realm. And when you begin to engage the sacredness into your sexual relationship, which I think it's already miraculous that testosterone can turn two titties and a vagina into something that makes most men, like non, I mean, straight men, which is most men, um, you know, pretty, 
you know, women kind of have a superpower. Let's just say that if, you know, and, and I, 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 I don't know. I just, you know, <laughs> it's just freaking awesome. I mean, I love testosterone. I love that fact because, you know, I look at it and it's like, well, that should not be that important, but those are really important. And those are really awesome. And <laughs> right. And that, that drive that comes from that, and I'm obviously talking from a man's point of view, women, you know, men are like, bam, instant on. And women are more like a slow cooker, you know, but they also stay hot longer, which is pretty freaking cool because if you know how to warm up that slow cooker and keep it at the right temperature, life can be pretty good for you, dude. You might want to think a little more about that analogy if uh, you're just instant on, instant off. It's, uh, you know, if you can... If, bring that slow cooker your wife up and uh, increase your recovery time, which there are things to do about that, which maybe we'll talk about in another podcast, but maybe I don't want to give away my secrets. Uh, the power of the sacredness takes that drive and just integrates all those things into a depth of experience that is so much more profound. And if you've ever been there, it's a place that you want to go every time and you know, I, I I would say that it's not possible every time, but I I don't think that's true. I think that it is possible. I think it's just in our fast-paced life, and and I think it's mainly on on the part of men not willing to make the investment that we can't live in that place. But it takes what's a animal hedonistic experience in and turns it into a transformational, amazingly connected experience on a level that's beyond belief and to those of you that aren't married you're not going to really like this but you can't necessarily get the connection that those of us that are in a covenant relationship and and i guess marriage is a bad term because covenant relationship is you know i signed a piece of paper that's legal and it's binding but i you know i take it for me personally and for adrian personally to violate that like it's like breaking a law but it goes much deeper than that it's like breaking a blood covenant a deep covenant and it's a word that's really not understood in our current culture but that really really deep relationship and when you consider marriage and that sexual relationship as both sacred and that those two integrated together have a exponential sacredness to them is that when you invest, consider sacred, invest special, valuable, your marriage, and you begin to take actions to that effect, then it translates into your sexual relationship that's exponential. Then that increases when you put value, meaning into that. And what you get out of it is a connectedness that you can't get on any kind of level. And I believe deep inside of me, those that are racking up body counts with sexual partners that is what they're seeking and they're missing because there's these quick hookups and these quick connections. And I've talked a lot because, you know, we're not simple creatures and we have a lot of stuff that affects us. And a lot of us have issues with commitment from childhood traumas, probably mainly, but different kinds of traumas that prevent us from the most wonderful, oh, transformational connection point that human beings can have and if you're a porn watcher and you're watching people have sex you're never ever gonna see this and it'd be interesting if somebody actually did a study i'm not sure how you do it because it would just violate the whole premise but to see you know somebody in a covenant relationship when they have this transformational 
experience. If it's actually glow, it feels like glow to me, and it feels like a a connection that maybe you see in sci-fi movies where you know there's this like connection with the universe or uh, you know people that do psychedelics mushrooms and they have this connectedness this unconditional love this euphoria that kind of experience i can tell you that if you invite sacredness in you can have a psychedelic but it's going to be real okay this is not imaginary experience making love to the person of the opposite sex that you're in a covenant relationship with does that not sound freaking awesome no drugs, no money. Okay. Investment. Yes. Intention. Yes. Those things are available to you right now. You have them right now. And if you're in a relationship, a covenant relationship, and you haven't experienced that, or you haven't experienced it for a long time, it's available to you right now. And if you haven't, what I said in the last podcast, right now, you can choose. I want to make my life sacred again. And if you are the most hardened narcissist and selfish person, you can still have that. Do I recommend transformation for that? Absolutely, Kate, because I ran into a familiar narcissist the other day that had told me, oh my gosh, I am going to do a podcast on this, but how transformed they were. And I'm looking at them, it's like, that's exactly what a narcissist would say. And uh, nope. But back to the point, it's available to you. And I would just say, if you have to pay for sex or find it on the internet or in your friend, the hand, uh, you're missing the point. Sex should be free. Sex should be transformational connection points with one person. It's amazing. And when you live it out, living it out 30 plus years, I don't know how to say this. It's not easy, okay? I'm never going to tell you 30 years of marriage is easy and maintaining an intimate relationship with 30 years. And if I ever come across as knowing it all or having it all right, just call bullshit because it's not true. And I never mean to do that. I've learned a few things from making mistakes and that includes in the realm of intimacy, relationship with my wife. And I feel like I've been pretty forthright. I want you to have the kind of transformational experiences that I have had and others have had. I've learned this I mean, partly on my own, but a lot. It's like, I don't just sit around. I read, I learn, and I listen. And I listen to make my life better. And then I pass it along to you to make your life better. So when you introduce the sacredness, yeah, it's going to take more time. You're going to forego instant gratification. Yep, that's just part of it. You're not going to get your, ah, let's strip our clothes off and jump into bed and have a quickie or swipe swipe right on Tinder and have a hookup. And it's like, you want to cuddle now? I got to go and... No, you're going to have a transformational experience and connection that's going to blow your mind. Okay. And what's, what I said in the last podcast is true. Sacredness goes to all kinds of areas. We're just talking about sex here because it's probably one of my favorite subjects. And I feel like so many people have been married for so long. They either forgot or they've never experienced this. And I want everybody to experience this because Kids need parents that have great sex and great sex often because they will be great kids because their parents aren't grumpy and crabby and they've experienced and they're going to want to, they've experienced the sacred and they're going to want to invest in their kids and build relationships and have great relationships. And so the power of transformational lovemaking, sacred sex changes everything 
everything. And when the kids change, the culture changes. When the culture changes, everything changes. You're just like, well, Tom, that's a simple solution. <laughs> okay, I can't think of a better way to solve the world's crisis than through transformational covenant lovemaking. Can you argue with me? You can't, right? Because it sounds appealing. Now, those of you that are fearful of commitments, I hear you. I feel your woundedness and I feel your fear. And like everything here, there is hope for you and there is there is a way out. And uh, I've had similar experience. I come from a broken home, a dysfunctional home. I hit like walls where I couldn't get past to go deeper in the relationship with my wife. No pun intended, okay? I know you guys are out there. It's like, oh, he's a demon. <laughs> <sighs> Sometimes, guys, we go from 50 to 13 in a heartbeat. But counseling and is amazing. And it's not a handicap. It's not a crutch. It's a tool that makes you whole so you can utilize life better and live a better life. So many people are like, I'm not going to counseling because I'm not sick. Well, you probably are sick. And if you're just like me, you view it as a craftsman. It's a tool. It's a tool to get the job done. I want to live a better life. People hire me to have a better space. Okay. I hire a counselor to have a better life. And if you're struggling and you look at what I'm saying as ridiculous, okay, I'm doubtful you can argue with all logic, whether I prevent, presented it clearly or not, that's probably arguable. It's not a religious thing. The power of the sacredness and the truth of the hormones, it separates us from animals and we can have a connection point that's way deeper than is available through casual sex. And I am not arguing morality because I'm some Christian out here. And yes, at one point in my life I did, but I transformed my religion into the heart of God for people. I care about people like God does. God wants you to have the best life possible, and you probably have some issues with that. And I don't blame you because my my group of people hasn't done a good job representing that. And they're not going to tell you what I'm going to tell you. God wants you to have great covenant relationship, transformational sex. This period is true. That is the truth. And if you read the Bible, Song of Songs, it talks about that, and it's it's very evident that God created it for our pleasure, and he has he knows how it's best applied. And so maybe somebody's ever told you that. It's true, and you can find out for yourself. And not only in that aspect, he wants you to have a great relationship with your kids. He wants you to have great friends. There are great stories about friendship in the Bible, the ancient texts of truth. And so as we wrap up here talking about testosterone, oh, that just cracked me up with that woman in the story. And yes, you men that don't go out there and do everything. Okay. It's a good start and you're awesome for that, but there's so much more. You can take that as motivation to move into the sacredness and women. You can, you kind of already live in the sacredness, but I feel like you've been tainted a little bit by our culture and it's something that you can also embrace too. And viewing your husband in a different light as a, a sacred provider and that he expends his body because he values you and he works and expends and gives of himself because he views you as sacred and valuable and worth it. Man, those of you men that do that to expend your bodies for your family and for your wives, can I just say, <laughs> I admire you so much. And if I can say I'm so proud of you, that is 
such a good and right thing to do. You are an amazing person. You have sacrificed so much. And if someone hasn't said thank you to you, I'm just going to say it right now. Thank you. Yeah, you heard your name. Thank you. God sees what you're doing. And maybe you don't believe in him. In this moment, you felt him. Just go with it. Okay? He's in more moments in the future. And all you have to do is say, hey, I'm open to more of these moments. I'm not asking you to buy into some religion. I'm not asking you to buy into anything. You know me, I'm pretty real. Got kind of a foul mouth of lately too because it's been a tough season. And does God love me when I say fuck? Yeah. And he views it as a vulgarity. And, uh, but it sometimes is an accurate feeling of how I feel. And he loves me. He always is hoping for the better. Just like when my kids go around and say that, I hear their emotions. I hope for better. Okay. God loves you. And I love you. And I got you. I got you covered here. We're going to talk about everything under the sun. And yeah, one of my favorite subjects is sex because God created me and you to be sexual creatures. And so why move away from that? Let's move into it and let's move away from the phony bill of goods we're being sold into the great, fantastic, intense experience that he has waiting for us in a sexual relationship with a covenant with a person. Yeah, that shouldn't scare you. That should excite you. And you want that because, you know, Han Solo or the one night stands, they just, they get old, right? Yeah. So uh, welcome into the new world. Hey, I got you. We're here. You're transformed. You're being transformed. You just had an experience. It's fantastic. And don't worry because I got you. I do. I got you. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.